Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. Greetings, listeners. You're back where it's at for the show designed with you in mind. I'm Tanisha Baker, and you're Talking with T. It's December 7th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, basketball player Larry Bird, football player Terrell Owens, boxer Fernando Vargas, and actor Jeffrey Wright. On yesterday's date in history, December 6, 1997, Grambling coach Eddie Robinson, the winningest coach in college football, coached his last game. And it is also believed to be the date in 1849 that Harriet Tubman escaped from slavery in Maryland. On today's date in history, John Jacobs was named president of the National Urban League in 1981, and Billy Sims was awarded the Heisman Trophy in 1978. Additionally, on this date in 1942, Reginald F. Lewis was born. He received his degree from Harvard Law School and was a partner in the first black law firm on Wall Street. Also, Richard Wright, author of Uncle Tom's Children and Native Son, received the Spingarn Award, which is awarded annually by the NAACP for Outstanding Achievement by an African American. As far as the national calendar goes, today is National Cotton Candy Day and National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. Well, listeners, for today in Trending News, I have with me my friend, Knoxville native, Mr. Jay Lawrence, now residing in Memphis, Tennessee. Hey, Jay, how are you? I'm well, Tanisha. How are you? I'm doing great. And first of all, I want to thank you for joining the Talking with T team. So we're going to start off today our Trending News talking about the increased threat of terrorism. And just when we started to, you know, settle from the Paris attacks, we had this horrific massacre in California, which is now believed to be another act of terrorism. And not only that, it's bringing to the forefront the increased attention toward women involved in terrorism. So um, it's a lot going on with that. The country's concerned. It's becoming another political platform. But uh, I'm just curious, you know, where do you stand and what are your thoughts on it? Well, here's my thing with uh, the heightened alert on terrorism. Uh, It's definitely seemed to come to an all-time high as of late. And I really found it interesting that we had this couple uh, engaged in this act of terrorism out in California. And now, like you said, you have a young lady who is putting a new face uh, with terrorism. I've seen a couple of instances in other countries where Women have been involved in other attacks, but this is the first time that I've seen a woman actually being involved in a terrorist attack on American soil. So we've got a whole lot of uh, uniqueness going on with this particular situation, and it definitely brings us a lot closer to home. Uh, A lot of times we reflect on 9-11 as an act of terrorism on American soil, and like you said, we're just recovering from that, and we're so used to seeing uh, acts of terrorism ha- happening in other countries, and we think, okay, we're good. We're good in America. We're straight. We don't have anything to worry about. And now uh, we have this attack in San Bernardino, and it's affecting everybody, uh, even from the airports to where you've got to get there two hours early. Oh, yeah. And even to the extent of here locally in Memphis, I know that the police and other uh, organizations were kind of on high alert here lately with the St. Jude's 
uh, marathon that happened yesterday, as a matter of fact. Uh, not only did it shut the city down in terms of uh, just cutting off a lot of the major streets for the runners who were raising money for St. Jude, but there was definitely a lot of increased police presence, and you could see it as you were driving down the street. So I think it, it, it affects everybody from the smallest town even to the largest city. Yeah, you know, I reviewed a list of the worst terrorist strikes in the United States, which I'm going to provide on my social media outlets as well as my webpage. But I discovered that these acts occur a little bit more than I realized if you consider the word terrorism is any act designed to cause terror. So I think in this list, they've also included some of the mass murders that have occurred. And also, last night, President Obama urged Americans not to give in to the fear of ter terrorism, but that's hard. I was I was just saying that it really is. You know, you, you try to live life without fears, but at the same time you're wondering if it can actually happen, you know, on your front doorstep in your city, around the corner from you, down the street from you. Right, right. And you know, think we think about California. They have some of the nation's strictest gun laws, but it didn't stop that deadly assault. And, Not at all. Yeah, and the fear of terrorism, on the other hand, has led to an increase in hate crimes toward Muslims. Right. Yeah. Um, I saw on Facebook uh, where they uh, somebody posted a, a picture of uh, the colored-only water fountain and then a sign uh, talking about Jews get out, and then the third sign, which was the most recent one, uh, that said no Muslims allowed. Okay, so they're sharing yeah. really the history of racism and, I guess, perceptions against people through time. And it continues. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to my next story because I want to talk a minute, and this may be a sensitive topic to some, but I want to talk a minute about responsible animal ownership, particularly when it comes to pit bulls. We've heard over and over again about dangerous attacks from these dogs. And recently, um, people are mourning another death at the hands of these dangerous animals. So Lucille Strickland was walking to her volunteer job with her four-year-old son, Xavier, in Detroit when the attack occurred. And she tried to shield her son with her body, bless her heart, I can imagine. And she was repeatedly bitten, yet and still the dogs were able to grab the boy and drag him under a fence where they ultimately uh, mauled him to death. And although neighbors tried to help, they still couldn't prevent the attack from ending up um, in this young boy's death. And I know there's some pit bull lovers out there, but I'm just interested in what the listeners think and what you think about these dogs. And more importantly, having these dogs in residential neighborhoods, what laws or responsibilities do we need to put in place so that we don't keep hearing about these types of stories? Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that to that end, I'm a little bit biased. Uh, I have, I'm, I'm working through, I'm just going to be real one. I'm going to keep it 100. I'm working through my, my fear of pit bulls. I, mean, okay. I just recently got to the point where um, I like dogs. Okay. And, uh, so not just pit bulls, but you're just now liking dogs in general. <laughs> dogs in general. And I, 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 I have to shout out my sister for that. Uh, she has a Yorkie named Mindy. And at first, uh, Dogs and I, we did not agree, but Mindy has sort of grown on me and all of her nice little doggy relatives and all of that, with the <laughs> exception of pit bulls. Now, I've always been a little apprehensive about pit bulls. I've been a little scared of them myself. Now, I don't, I don't play with them. 
Uh, matter of fact, uh, my sister's uh, ex-boyfriend had one, and that pit bull actually would be over to her house a lot of times. So uh, when I would go over there, I would have to call her, you know, is Rock put up because I'm not going to play with him. And she told me, oh, Rock is sweet. Rock is sweet. He's not going to do anything. But he doesn't know you. Exactly. So if Rock doesn't know me, uh, he might be nice and friendly with you and might lick your hand and stuff, but he doesn't know your big brother. Right. I want my happy behind in your house. <laughs> we might have a serious situation going on involving being this. <laughs> the dog. Right. Yeah, and so, uh, like I said, I'm, 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 I'm just going to, like I said, keep it 100. I'm, I'm yeah, we keep it 100 on talking with T. And, uh, and I will admit, a lot of that stems from uh, watching the news during my childhood that pit bulls became popular. And, there was this, and this isn't the first incident that's happened. As a matter of fact, ironically enough, one summer when I was coming to visit my grandmother in Knoxville, that was like, the trending topic on the news for several weeks because all of these kids and all these adults were getting mauled by the pit bulls. So I'm like, oh, well, no, pit bulls, mm, nah, can't deal with them. So, yeah. But I think, um, I do think that you have a responsibility as a dog owner to make sure that your dog uh, does not impose itself upon uh, the rest of the community, whether or not that means, you know, keeping the dog in your house keeping it on a very strong leash or whatever, uh, because there's really no reason why anybody should have been attacked by uh, this pit bull. Yeah, you're so, right about that. I remember they, um, a pit oh, bull in my neighborhood, and it belonged to someone that I know, so I won't call their name, but they were trying to convince me, as many owners do, oh, he's a sweet dog, he won't bother you, and they were walking him on a leash. Well, the dog got away from the leash, and they yelled out to me, run. And I'm running uh, trying to know. figure out what happened to the dog being sweet, not going to bother me. So right. I think they're unpredictable, and I'm curious as to what the listeners are going to say when they weigh in. Um, so i tell you what, we're going to head to our last story, and I'll keep this brief. But finally, okay. the U.S. Justice Department is launching an investigation into the patterns and practices of the Chicago Police Department after recent protests following the shooting of a black teenager 16 times. And I know we're familiar with the story. So, so far, the police superintendent has been forced to resign. And now people are calling on the mayor to resign as well. Of course, he said he wasn't going to do that. And we're right. going to continue to follow this story closely. But that's another thing that I seem to hear more and more than I ever have. And that is uh, police brutality specifically against African-American males. Yeah, uh, that too is definitely on the rise. And I really don't really don't know um, what to say would be the, the cause of it. Um, basically, the, definitely the uh, element of racial profiling, you know, assuming that uh, all young black men are up to no good, up to devilment, as my grandmother would say, uh, yeah. miscreants. Um, and so I, I think definitely it bears uh, a very close examination of a lot of these police departments around the country. So, you know, I'm really hoping that as people are starting to hold the police departments accountable, that we start hearing about a reduction in these types of incidents. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, that definitely needs to be 
uh, as I was saying, some sort of investigation into these practices because so many young black men are losing their lives as a result of uh, police brutality, as a result of being racially profiled. And uh, I know that a lot of people say, well, there are other uh, young men of other races, people of other races who become victims of police brutality every day. Great, I understand that. Um, but at the same time, as, as an African-American male, particularly as an African-American young male, um, I think that, you know, we, we bear right to be pretty much like we were saying earlier with the, the acts of terrorism. We bear, uh, we bear right to, to kind of wonder if, if we're going to be the next victim. I mean, even, uh, even here in Memphis, I have, find myself being very careful when I'm driving uh, through various neighborhoods at nighttime. Not that, I, not that I'm doing anything, uh, but it's just a matter of I don't want to be the next news story. I don't want, you know, my mother to have to be called because uh, I was stopped and uh, driving while harassed. And, right, driving while black, stopped, harassed, and ultimately, God forbid, end up losing my life simply because you know, I attempted to be respectful because this officer stopped me wrongly or approached me for uh, no valid reason other than the fact that I'm black. Right. So right. It, does, it does definitely hit home with me because, uh, like I said, as a young black man, I'm concerned. And I think even as a high school teacher, I think about my students. And some of them, you know, have, have, have a little ways to go in terms of learning respect for authority, whether that authority figure looks like them or not. Um, and I've even had some students to say that they've been involved with incidents uh, with the police, and, and I just have to, you know, remind them at the same time, keep your cool, be respectful, because, you know, uh, I, I don't want to see them uh, end up in a situation where uh, they would end up losing their lives over the stupidness of, you know, a police officer or even, God forbid, their own uh, act. Right, right. Right. And, you know, okay, so we've had some pretty somber stories today. So I'm going to break that up a little bit and change it to a lighter note. Just a couple of updates. Yeah, I noticed that uh, Usher has married again to his longtime girlfriend, Grace Miguel. And I was. Okay, wait a minute. How How old is she? Now, look, I didn't investigate all of that. I just know he's married again, and I wish him well. Do you know? Don't say, but don't <laughs> say, but I'm just saying. Okay, is she? What's the deal? Is she young? Now that I, that I don't know, because okay. wasn't his last wife significantly older than he was? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Let me tell you my next update. I was about to say something about being a cougar, but you' about to get me caught up. So let me move on to. <laughs> Oh, no, let's go there. I thought we keep it 100 on talking with you. <laughs> we do, but I want to move on to Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Welcome to Baby Boy the other day. But to my understanding, they haven't chosen or at least released the name of their new son. Are there any speculations out there? Because, you know, the daughter's name, what, Northwest? Northwest. And so I'm just okay. curious about what they're thinking about for their son. You know, there is no telling. Uh, they will probably get those, get some of those nice little reading flashcards for <laughs> the kids. And they're probably going to take a whole bunch of them and throw them in the air and maybe 
uh, Kim is going to take a finger and Kanye is going to take a finger and close your eyes and wherever their fingers land, that's what the baby's name is going to be. So it's a toss-up, right? It's, it's a toss-up, literally and figuratively. So <laughs> that's not funny. I'm intrigued to see what it's going to be because, if, first of all, if you're naming your baby Northwest, yeah. there's no telling what you will name your son. I mean, yeah. He might be, he might be um, hmm, Star Bright West. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, let's do this. He might even, wait a minute, he might even be Go West. Go young man, you know, Go West, young man. Who knows? <laughs> you know what, Jay? I am so happy you have joined the team. You are bringing new flavor to Talking With T, and I can't wait to chat with you next week. I am looking forward to it. All right, thank you. Well, listeners, it's time again for the Crazy Chronicles, and we're back with Pam. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today, T? I'm doing well, Pam. So what do you have for us today for the Crazy Chronicles? Well, the first story that we're going to talk about is my man, my future ex-husband, T.I. <laughs> is going to be in, he's going to be in the new roots. So I'm thinking this might be, they said it's going to be a mini series over a few nights. It's not going to last that long with T.I. And, and Roots because, for one, he ain't going to let them tell him his name is no Chicken George. No, my name is T.I. No, you will be Chicken George. Then they you know be pow, 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 in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I heard that they were going to do a remake of Roots. And I, I need to look up and see what role he's playing because it doesn't quite seem to fit. But, I mean, I guess acting back. Yeah, I, I just can't see him being in in roots, and, but you know he likes getting out, so he'll probably be in the house. But, <laughs> so, so it may, it may be okay. <laughs> well, what else you got? Oh Lord, you know the Jacksons are some special people. Joe, Lord, he just messed up them children. So Jermaine, the Tin Man, you know, with the hair and the makeup, he got uh, beat up by his wife over the weekend. This past weekend. This past weekend, they done arrested her for domestic violence. I mean, also, he really got beat up where she had to go to jail. Yeah, he really got beat up where she had to go to jail. And I think it's because he using that uh, embalming makeup number 570 on his face. <laughs> I'd be mad, too, if I had to wake up to that every morning. Maybe maybe he got makeup on the sheets. I think so. Maybe he used too much of that uh Pomade on his on his hair, cause that stuff looks stiff in the mud. I'd be mad too, but she she bit him on the leg. I almost bit his leg off. What did they yeah, say? So. Did they say what started the fight? They said it was an argument and it escalated, and she ended up biting him on his leg when he had to go to the hospital. I wonder what they argued about. How old is Jermaine? <laughs> Jermaine got to be sixty nine. <laughs> I don't know if he well, I don't know, Pam, but I don't, I don't think he's quite that old. But he's, well, he, he's, he's up there. <laughs> All right, Pam. <laughs> Once again, I've enjoyed, as always, the Crazy Chronicles. Yes, I have too. Well, like it or not, it's time to stop. But please stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and following the show on Facebook and Twitter. You can also subscribe to the new Talking With T Daily and find out what I'm talking about each day in trending news. The links will be available on my website, so I hope each of you find some time to talk with T. On that note, 
I'll end with a quote. What takes us back to the past are the memories. What brings us forward is our dreams. Jeremy Irons. Remember where you heard the word. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.